People of all ages, especially children, receive crucial nutrients to grow healthy and strong by drinking milk. That's why I've co-sponsored the bipartisan legislation like the Whole Milk for Healthy Kids Act to ensure that every child will have access to nutrition, rich milk in schools and cafeterias, just like the awesome chocolate milk that I got when I was growing up. And as Elon Musk said, chocolate milk is insanely good. Ah, Elon Musk, Tesla driver, SpaceX founder, Twitter owner, chocolate milk lover. You heard Representative Claudia Tenney, Republican of New York, on June 22, 2022, citing Elon Musk's appreciation for chocolate milk, even before he bought Twitter. What else did politicians say about Elon Musk before Twitter became his? Find out in this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk concluded on October 27, 2022. 20 years earlier, March 13, 2002, he founded SpaceX. In 2018, Elon Musk and SpaceX achieved a historic milestone in space. It was described and celebrated on the House floor on February 7, 2018. Here's California Democratic Congresswoman Maxine Waters. Mr. Speaker, I rise today to recognize the extraordinary achievement of Elon Musk and SpaceX for the spectacular and historic launch of its giant Falcon Heavy rocket, now the world's most powerful operational rocket, from Cape Canaveral on Tuesday, February 6, 2018. Besides the launch itself, which carried Mr. Musk's personal Tesla Roadster into space, SpaceX also achieved a second amazing feat by guiding two of the Falcon Heavy's rocket boosters back to Earth for an upright landing. This rocket launch has paved the way for faster, cheaper launches of satellites and cargo into space. So as a representative of California's 43rd Congressional District, this milestone is especially meaningful to me. SpaceX is headquartered in my district in the city of Hawthorne, California, and employs thousands of talented men and women in our community. Praising Elon Musk for SpaceX wasn't limited to Democrats. On May 27, 2020, President Donald Trump talked about SpaceX launching a private-public partnership to send U.S. astronauts to the International Space Station. President Trump spoke at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida alongside Elon Musk. I want to thank uh, Elon, for, who's been a friend of mine for a long time, somebody I have great respect for, but uh, this is 24-7 for you. You're always thinking about this. You're thinking about other things, too. You have plenty to think about, but... 
This has been your baby. This is the top focus by far. This is the toughest one. In fact, I've I've told my team it's not simply the top priority. It is the only priority. That's great. That's great. Well, it looks beautiful. We won't say congratulations because we have a long way to go, but it looks, uh, looks magnificent. Three days later, May 30th, 2020, at the Kennedy Space Center, President Trump watched the commercial crew SpaceX launch. A reporter asked President Trump, have you talked to Elon Musk? But yeah, I bet I speak to him all the time. Great guy. He's one of our great brains. We like great brains. And Elon's done a fantastic job. But that was a beautiful sight to see, and I hope you all enjoyed it. President Trump actually expressed admiration for Elon Musk two years earlier. On June 17, 2018, he made these remarks at the White House. Let the rich guys do it. We have all these rich guys. They love rockets. They're all sending up Bezos and uh, Elon Musk and all of them. They're sending, they love the rocket business. Let them, just rent it to them for a lot of money and let them play. You know, they need our land. It's good to be in the real estate business. They need our land. Let them send up their rockets. Let them be the first to Mars and we'll take all the credit. On May 4th, 2022, speaking on the Senate floor, Trump's political opposite, Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont, had a different take on Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. You know, I hear this word competition, but I want everybody to know what the competition is in the space program. The competition is between Mr. Musk and SpaceX. Musk is the wealthiest guy in the country. And Jeff Bezos and Blue Origin, the second wealthiest guy in this country. Is that really the kind of space program that the American people want? I think not. Similar thoughts from Congresswoman Judy Chu, a Democrat from California, on September 29, 2021. We are not children who flip the game over when we lose. It's our responsibility to pay the government's bills no matter who is in charge. If you can vote to give tax cuts to billionaire amateur astronauts like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, then you can vote to pay the bill for it. It's that simple. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. President Biden also took a swipe at Elon Musk's space ambitions during June 3, 2022 remarks to the press about jobs. You say Elon Musk about his feeling about the economy. Jamie Dimon has said some things. Well, let me tell you, while Elon Musk is talking about that, Ford is increasing their investment overwhelmingly. I think Ford is increasing investment in building new electric vehicles, 6,000 new employees, union employees, I might add, in the Midwest. Um, the former Chrysler Corporation, Stellantis, they are also making similar investments in electric vehicles. Intel is adding 20,000 new jobs for making computer chips. Um, so, uh, you know, lots of luck on this trip to the moon. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, you know. It may not seem like it, based on these contemporary comments, but there was a time when Elon Musk did not have the most dominant voice in the space and aviation field and politics. On September 29, 2011, he addressed the National Press Club. He announced SpaceX's plan to develop a fully and rapidly reusable launch rocket. He had this exchange with National Press Club President Mark Hamrick. So what's your sense, as, as in the political debate here in Washington, uh, 
Do you have trouble creating jobs within your company because of the way the federal government is operating currently or what you envision as the way the policy is managed generally? Well, there, there, there are um, – I, I, I should first of all say um, that you know, SpaceX would not be where it is without the help of NASA, um, both historically the great things that NASA has done and, and currently uh, with the, the business that NASA gives us so, um, and, and, the, and the, the expert advice and everything. So I, I, I should make sure to very strongly credit NASA in this, in this arena for, in terms of how, how helpful they've been. Um, we, we do have a bit of a challenge with, um, with the Air Force, uh, and um, th- this is something where I'm sort of surprised that there's not more journalistic interest um, because the Air Force is currently proposing to um, extend the sole source monopoly of Boeing and Lockheed until 2018. Um, uh, and um, the, the reasoning given for that is preservation of the industrial base. Um, although for some reason, oddly enough, we're not included in the industrial base. Uh, and, and this is doubly odd because the main rocket used by Boeing and Lockheed is the Atlas V, which has a Russian main engine and a center airframe, the interstage, and a, a forward airframe, the, the fairing, which is made in Switzerland. So which industrial base are we talking about preserving? The one in Russia? That, that doesn't make much sense. So uh, you sense that's a political problem? You know, we, we have 1% of the lobbying power of Boeing and Lockheed. That's a political problem. <laughs> if, if this decision is made as a function of lobbying power, we are screwed. <laughs> a much different political feel a decade later when, on March 17, 2022... Representative John Rose, a Republican from Tennessee, proposed Elon Musk for a cabinet post. Did someone forget to mention to the secretary that the average cost of an electric vehicle is $50,000, which frankly is far more than the yearly household income of many middle Tennesseans? Even Elon Musk, the founder of the electric car vehicle maker Tesla, understands that electric vehicles cannot solve this immediate crisis. Maybe he should lead the Department of Transportation. Now, let's get back to Donald Trump and Elon Musk and Twitter. You heard Trump in 2020 call Elon Musk a great guy and fantastic. Trump also observed he's one of our great brains. On July 9, 2022, Trump had different commentary on Elon Musk. Campaigning for Republicans in Alaska, three months before Elon Musk completed his purchase of Twitter, Donald Trump said Elon Musk wasn't going to buy Twitter. And instead of saying Elon Musk had a great brain, he used a description rarely heard in this family-friendly podcast. And Trump called him Leon. Leon, I tell you what, Elon, Elon is not going to buy Twitter. Where did you hear that before? From me. From a fake account. She says fake. A lot of them. Nah, he's got himself a mess. You know, he said the other day, oh, I've never voted for a Republican. I said, I didn't know that. He told me he voted for me. So he's another bullshit artist, but he's not going to be buying it. He's not going to be buying it. Although he might later. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? He's got a pretty rotten contract. I looked at his contract. Not a good contract. On November 19th, 2022, after he bought Twitter, Elon Musk posted a poll asking whether Donald Trump should be reinstated on Twitter. That day, Trump addressed the Republican Jewish coalition. He was asked about Elon Musk and the poll. In his answer, 
Trump was back to saying nice things about Elon Musk. Well, I like that he bought it. I've always liked him. I got along with him very well uh, during my days as president, and I got to know him pretty well. Uh, but I do like him. I've, I've always really, you know, he's a, he's a character, and uh, I tend to like characters, but he's smart. Uh, he did put up a poll, and I hear it's very overwhelming, very strong. But I have something called Trump. If you look, it's Trump-owned, but it's, uh, it's really fantastic. Truth Social. And Truth Social uh, is, is through the roof. It's doing phenomenally well. All this talk of Elon Musk and social media leads to this episode's bonus clip. We return to his 2011 appearance at the National Press Club. After presenting Elon Musk with a National Press Club mug, Mark Hamrick asked this final question. What's the one great idea that you've seen from somebody else? And as the slogan goes, I could have had a V8. Why, why didn't I think of that? There's probably been more than one, but which of those loom largest in, in your mind? And please stand up to the microphone. Sorry, which, a great idea uh, that you okay. saw someone else had and you wished you'd had it yourself or expressed that idea. Oh, um, well, there's, you know, there's, lots, there's lots of great ideas that come up with all, all the time. I don't necessarily wish I'd had them myself, but uh, but but certainly, um, you know what uh, Larry and Sergey came up with with Google was was really smart. You know, with the backward links um, to, to pages. Uh, obviously, what Facebook has done, Twitter. I mean, they're great examples in the internet. And now Twitter is his, just like that National Press Club mug. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder, you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. Find more mentions of Elon Musk by politicians before he bought Twitter. And now that he owns Twitter, hear what they say about him now. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. All for free. No blue check mark required. Thanks for listening and happy searching. <laughs>